With a little information about me, and I want to let you know who I serve. I serve my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and through that, I'll serve God. All right. All right. Today's topic is going to be uh, racism and the falsehoods of the word race. I didn't want to jump into two topics at the same time, but I want to let people know that there's a difference between race and nationality. And I think when people hear race or racism, they forget the generalization of it. It's narrow. Come on, unless somebody got 10 toes and 10 fingers, but you look at another person and they got 15 toes and 15 fingers, then you might want to say people that look like you and people that you can identify with and, and you're from your uh, race, whatever. But we all know that there's only one race. That's the human race. So let's jump right in. Um, this podcast is directed towards the youth because I believe the future is about the youth. And see, a lot of people say that, but see, they don't they don't explain it. They don't go into depth about you're coming in and the older people, they're leaving out. So what you want to believe and how you want to conduct yourself into the future, they're not going with you. So that's the youth and future thing. Anyway, here we go. See, a lot of people want to take uh, race and they want to put it as though it has something to do with color. White people, black people, our race, your race. Ridiculous. Because if it has something to do with whether you were white or black, then what's the deal with white people hating other white people? Some white people hate other white people like some white people hate Jews. Jews are white people. So where where's the race thing? I guess that went out the window. So I want to give you a brief look into racism. And racism is the belief that groups of humans possess different behavior traits corresponding to physical appearance and can be divided based upon superiority of one race over the other. How ridiculous. Ridiculous does that sound? <laughs> sounds sounds whack. And see, that was the thing. See, when it comes down to racism, puts people in a position to where they can separate you. They can separate one human being to the next. But see, they can't take anything legitimate. Like she has one eye and she has two nose. She has uh, 20 fingers and the average other Human beings have 10 fingers and 10 toes and one nose, two eyes. They had to take something like color, black and white, which we know that's ridiculous because think about it. You could take anybody light and put them in the sun too long. Now they're dark. So what are you saying? The falsehoods of the word race is a ploy to divide people. When you think about it, race, and then you take the word nationality. Now, nationality is something different. You got the Italians, you got the Jews. Now you can pretty much separate things here. You see what I'm saying? You got the Jews, you got you got the Irish, you got this. And see, but that's not what they wanted. 
And what I mean by they, I'm talking about the Caucasian from the past that particularly took this word racism and they used it to their advantage for greed, not hatred. See, a lot of people like to make, they, they like you to believe that it's because, how could you hate somebody that you don't know? And I'll tell you how you hate somebody you don't know. You use a word like race, which brings on racism. And what it does is, when you use a word like race, it makes these people feel as though that they're superior over another human being. And then when you couple that with ignorance, you got a recipe for hate. It comes across hate because it's the uneducated person trying to play balls, but they don't know how. Nobody never taught them how to do that. So hard enough to make these people believe that they have to come across as though they hate you. So let's get started. When you got something concerning racism, which is which is planted to divide the people, and you take the Caucasians of the past, they didn't hate uh, Afro-American people. And I'm going to use black to be more simplified for people to understand. They didn't hate black people. What they did was they needed somebody to work for free because everything that they did was for greed. If they could get free workers and they can get them to work in their fields and work their stuff, they can get more money. But now you need somebody to manage these people. How do you manage? Who do you get to manage other people to make them work for free? How do you do that? You got to make these people believe they hate these other people. And the way that you make them believe that they hate the other people, especially when they're uneducated and they're ignorant, is that you got to make them believe that they're superior over the other people. And this is how they accomplish that. So you you take from the past of where uh, this green-eyed monster called racism comes from and the hatred, it comes from an illegitimate place that was labeled hate. It has nothing to do with hate. It's illegitimately labeled hate when it's really greed. Now you take, and who did they have do this? They had their family members, their cousin Jed, all the people in the town. And a lot of those people, they didn't know from their head, from their toes. They didn't have the same greed as the owners of these plantations and these businesses. So it was e easy to fool because if they had the same greed and the same place of greed, they would have never been the people that controlled them. So you got to understand that. You got to understand that. You got to understand this, that that same ignorance was passed down generation after generation after generation. And see, but there was no explanation behind it. They couldn't get no answers. Hey, Dad, why do you hate these people? That's all them children know is whatever these people did to my daddy, I hate them too. And they passed it on. But it could stop with the youth of the day. It could stop. It doesn't have to go any further. Because the simple fact is that the youth of the day from 10,000 to 2010 on, they really don't care. But they don't understand why they don't care. They just know that it's a new era and a new time. But I'm letting them know that this is what's going on and this is what happened back then to bring that on to this day. I was talking to youth, talking about racism and, and things of that nature. And they looked at me like I was crazy. Like, what's that? Until recently, they were shocked. They terrified these kids because they like, what's this? What is this? Because they put it out on the spot. Like when they put it out on the news, they put it out front. They couldn't see the, the, the youth couldn't see that. They thought it was whatever they that they thought it was. It couldn't exist to this day. Then you had celebrities and different ones talking about, oh, it's over. We're past this and past that. And 
that was a delusion because that that position that they took was also out of greed to soon forget it and push past it. You see what I'm saying? So if anything that makes anybody distinctive from one another, it would have to be nationality. Race is only one race, the human race. But see, if you take that race thing, it almost act like it's humans and aliens all in one place. But see, that ignorance was born back then because they thought anybody that wasn't them uh, basically was animal, heathen, anything but human. But where would you get that from? Ignorance. Soon to call a dolphin more human than another human being. Come on, stop that. So that's basically where we at with this is that you got a lot of ignorances and things. And see, the thing the thing about it is, is that now the reason why, see, when we were growing up, we said 1999, it'd be flying cars and it'd be, you know, it, we used to watch a thing called, a uh, 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 cartoon called The Jetsons. We said, oh, man, it's going to be like that in 1999. 1999 rolled up. It wasn't nothing. Same old, same old. It still hasn't done anything. It's nothing's, nothing's new. But see, the thing about it is, is that you got these older people that are dragging the past into the future. And as long as they do that, the future can't come about as fast as it needs to. But as long as they keep dragging that past stuff into the future, it'll it, it'll take forever. But see, you can stop it. You can stop it by now. When you become a police officer, you become senator, you become mayor. Don't drag them ignorances into the future. Stop it. You don't believe in it anyway. And I'm talking to the youth. You don't believe in that. Your half-sister is biracial. Your friends are biracial. And your neighbors. And you love one another. And whatever's going on, it got to stop. And see, you got educated people. They all on television talking about what can we do? Uh, what? How do we get through to the youth? And how do we, how do we get them to see that their actions are, have consequences and things of that nature? Let me tell you something. You cannot take and act a fool in front of the youth. And then expect them to change. You see, a, you see thousands of, I don't know if it was thousands, but it was a lot of adults storm the Capitol. If you see that, how are you going to turn around and tell them anything? If you see adult police officers treating other adults like they children and killing them in front of their children, how do you expect the youth to listen to anything that you got to say? I'll tell you how you get through to the youth. You got to change and become leaders and lead by example. Whatever's going on amongst the adults, stop it and stop, stop doing it in front of the children. You can't ask, you say, well, they used to have a saying, say, well, uh, don't do what I do, do what I say. That's the stupidest accusation I ever heard in my life. That's the law of the land. If you look at animals, you look at tigers and, and the bears are paying attention to how the mother hunts, how the dad acts. They not listening. The tiger ain't telling them, oh, well, you know what, we'll go over there and hunt this. They looking. They, they're paying attention. So stop trying. Everybody does says that they're educated. That don't mean nothing. You book educated. That's the equivalency of teaching a parrot how to talk because that's what it is. You open up those books. You remember what you can remember, and then you go out and you put it, apply it to the world.
You tell tell parrot to say this and you tell a parrot to say that. And the parrot goes and turns around and, t- and then you say, oh, well, how clever. That parrot is so clever. It ain't clever. It doesn't even understand what it's saying. So it's the equivalency of getting an education, but you don't have no understanding of that education. The key is understanding. Anybody can uh, memorize something and then turn around and recite it back. That's not educated. Educated is having an understanding of what it is that you're doing and uh, the content of is in front of you. So you got all these preachers and you got all these people on the news sounding all intelligent and talking all on these talk shows. And and you know why it's all talk, 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 talk? Because they don't have the answers because they don't have no understanding. So this is out to the youth that you got to, the change starts with you. They stay, they, listen, the, the way things got to a point where it is now is not other adults teaching other adults hate. See, the devil is, is clever. He, what he did was he had adults, and when those adults spoke to those kids, those kids picked it up, and you got them, they, he got them early. He got them early. And when he got them early, that means that when they get older, it's a sure shot that they're going to be that way. Training them up in the ways that they go from, from a youth. So you take hatred, you take poison, and you give it to a child, they're surely going to grow up that way. Some are have exceptions, but the thing now is that if you want this thing to stop and you want p- these children to act right, you got the adults have to start acting right in their presence. Police officers out there battling, going back, they, they that's nothing but puppets going back and forth, shooting with the young. And see, the only ones getting hurt is the innocent. These people are criminals. You want to talk about black people shooting other black people? You're talking about criminals. But see, criminals are not dying at a vast rate. When the criminals do their shooting and they do all their thing, and then by the time the police show up, they gone. But who's injured? Who's shot? The innocent. When the police go out there and do their thing and, 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 and act like they're doing their job and they go out there, who they getting? They never report, oh, we just get a number one criminal and we, we just ran into him and we got him now. No, I pulled this innocent man over for running a red light and I shot him. The innocent is dying. Innocent is getting caught in the middle of all this, this cat and mouse stuff between the law and criminals. Criminal, listen, if a police officer is scared, he don't need that job. He don't need that job. He needs to go find another line of work because that's what it is. They grieve them like that, that like it's a big, listen, that man, if he become a police officer and he down the line of duty, that's an honor. But they treat it like it's some kind of tragedy. Men die in war, that's an honor, see. But what you got is you got, they got to retrain these police officers. They don't have, if they don't show signs of bravery and show signs of restraint, then they don't need to be no police officer. You better off with two police officers than 10. When eight is scared and two is valid. And they say, well, you can say that. Listen, their job is difficult, but the real view and statistics of this thing, nobody's looking to go out there and do any harm to a cop. They know what's going to happen to them. So why are you so scared? Ain't nobody going to do nothing to no police officers. That may happen once in a while when they run into a real bad guy, but nobody's looking to do that. Nobody's stupid. So why are you so scared? 
because they look at the same television shows and they look at all these drama shows where police officers get killed in this. And then when they get out on the beat, they get all nervous instead of sticking with reality and they training. So young people get together, black, white, Latino, all y'all get together. Stop. And Latino, stop grouping off into your own section. And then when things happen, now you're looking for everybody to chime in. That, listen, you got to come out of there. Mexicans and, and, and Chinese grouping off on into their own little sections. The, this is the melting pot of America. It's the United States of America. Come out of your shell. Chinese want to start yelling about people running up on them, this, this, and that. Get involved with the community and stop acting like you separate. All these nationalities, Latinos want to get off in their little bag. The, the the Chinese want to get off in their little bag. And the Italians want to get off in their little bag. Come out of that. See, because if you don't come out of it, you're going to get left behind. Because guess what? Your children are going to change that. Your children don't want to be you. So no matter what I say today, it's headed that way. It's only a matter of time. But I'm saying to the youth that you don't have to wait and wait and wait till some of these people drop off and out of existence to change. When you go out for your job, don't be that jerk employer. When you go off to be mayor, be that good mayor. When you come in contact with other people, show respect. Nothing wrong with respect. These little videos showing disrespect and little talking. To, these people are making money. These young people, are they're more smarter than other young people. They're using the same methods. Agreed. To do anything and say anything, no matter how it affects the people around them, for their gain. They're using the same old methods. You don't have to fall into that because now you're just a soldier of a person that's basically smarter than you. For ill-gotten reasons, but smarter than you. So this is to the youth. Come out of it. Go forward. Don't fall into that same bag. All these videos and things of that nature, don't fall in that. Just enjoy it as a good entertainment and get back on your grind. Go to work. Save your money. Get back and go and do some things with your friends and, and start inventing things and apps and things of that nature and get back into the movement of things. I know that grimy life and that street life you wanted, but it's over. It's all smoke and mirrors now. Maybe in the 80s and 90s it was real street, but now it's all it's all smoke and mirrors and, and camera the days of the street corner is over so whatever you're doing out there you're doing it to your death or to your demise whichever one you want first so that's my message today and um get this message to you you let them know that that old stuff and these old ways and these old teachings and these old sayings and things of that nature it's no legitimacy to it they're one-liners. They're one-liners from back in the day, and it never was understood by even the person that was telling it. L-I-G, let it go. And I'm going to get back. I'm going to have another episode with sayings that, has no, that have no legitimacy to it. And you'll see how stupid things are. So stay in school, get an education, and, and the leaders stand up. Put some balance back in the game. Everything can't go to hell in a handbasket. Everything can't be grimy. See, because let me tell you something, youth. If you don't get your stuff together, you're going to become older. 
And when you become older, it's going to be more difficult for you to get back on track and get your life together. You may not never get your life together. And to the adults, have patience with the youth and don't do anything in front of them that is going to influence them the wrong way. And to the youth, if there is adults and other people that are older that's doing these things in front of you, you don't have to follow them. Look at their quality of life. And I'm not talking about no money. See, because a lot of kids that come up broke and their families don't have nothing, you see what I'm saying? They they sit up and disrespect the older ones and, and come up talking and acting all crazy. Let me tell you something. And you'll say, well, they, they got poor quality of life. And these parents and these older people ain't got a dime to their name, but they hold integrity and they teach you the right way. And then you have the rich kids. They parents got money, but see, but see coming up under money as a kid, especially Caucasians, they look at it like they're not looking at the success of their parents and the, the knowledge and, and really uh, looking up to their parents because of no money. They don't want to have nothing to do with their parents. They don't want to have nothing to do with their parents because nine out of ten, their parents ain't never home. They don't listen to them. They don't try to teach them nothing. They get bored and then get out there and then they jump inside the cage with the animals and get hurt. So my message to the youth out there is this. Change the game. Put balance in the game. If there's all bad, what is left? You have no choice. You have no future. But if you put balance in the game where we know bad's out there, but now we're going to put some game in the mix and some, and we're going to put some goodness and some game in the mix, then now people got a choice. And I'm talking to the leaders and the future leaders. You know who you are. You're already talking about doing things with your friends and this, this, and that. Get together. Make it happen. You got computers in your pockets, your phones. Your phones are computers, information networks. Anything you want to know how to do or anything you want to do in life, look it up on your phone and learn how. YouTube it. And if you ain't got nobody else to do it with, you know what? Start it yourself and see if people don't join you. They will. Now, to the, to, the, to the youth that is hearing what I'm saying, that's digging what I'm saying, then good for you. But the adults that are stuck and don't want to change, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you, and God bless you, and may God have mercy upon your soul. So I'm going to sign off with that. This is Ken Swift, and this is Balancing the Game. And my next episode will be, it'll be the destructive nature of generalization. And what it's about is it's about small, isolated, limited cases. And these cases are getting applied widely to different ethnic backgrounds and, and, and different nationalities. That means that a few could be doing a thing and then everybody else that is of that nationality gets thrown in that same bag. That's that's going to be my next uh, episode. So you stay tuned for it and God bless.